Bright Sounds, the voice of Bright World. Hello and welcome back to Bright Sounds, Bright World Guardianship's podcast channel. I'm Leah Ferris and today we are here with Jenny Rumble, our Safeguarding and Operations Director, and our guest Fiona Lee of Safeguarding.co. Uh, Fiona, you've worked with Bright World for many years, offering our staff safeguarding training and consultancy. And today we're talking about online safety for our students, especially whilst they're on lockdown and using the internet more than usual. Uh, and now I'm going to leave the questions in Jenny's truly capable hands. <laughs> thank you, Leah. Um, hi, Fiona. Thank you for joining us. Um, as Leah said, we've we've just been thinking a bit more about um, the fact that young people are obviously using the internet a lot at the moment in all different kinds of ways. Um, and just thought it'd be great to have a chat with you and get your thoughts on some online safety tips um, and your experiences, really. Absolutely. My pleasure. Great. So um, I'll just kick off with the first question. We'll get straight into it. And um, we're just thinking about how many benefits there are to the internet at the moment. Um, obviously, it's helping young people keep up with their studies um, keep in touch with their friends. Do you think that those potential benefits for young people, particularly the social contact, um, outweigh the risks that they might encounter? I think that absolutely yes um but i you know it allows collaborative learning um it allows you to prepare for your work opportunities in the future it helps you maintain your relationships which is all about your sort of mental health and well-being as well um but um you know in 93 percent of children in the uk are for example using video games but i think it all has to be balanced against before people start using the internet or are using the internet you know what what safety measures are in place um and in the analogy mm. i always think about is you know when you um teach your children how to safely cross the road you go through certain steps with them so you kind of say to them you know stop on the edge look both ways listen for traffic cross on a crossing and then once you're happy that there are no risks you cross the road safely and i think the same applies to you know online safety there are certain measures that you know um, need to be put in place to keep that child uh, and young person safe on the internet yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously there's a lot of responsibility um, for parents at the moment. In, in your experience, what, which activity do you think tends to pose the biggest risk to children and young people? Um, obviously they're using lots of different platforms, so gaming, social media, online chats and forums. Is there one of those that stands out as being particularly risky? I think for me, gaming, um, well two really but online chat and gaming uh, and with that comes um, the risks of you know private chat rooms and um, you know uh, and making and, and sort of the risks of your identity being known to other people that you wouldn't necessarily want them to know your identity mm. and obviously I mean we focus a lot on sort of online abuse being sexual abuse but there are all sorts of other things um 
that can take place online when you're exposing your identity um, and personal details to people? Uh, bullying is a big issue, you know, and, and children that are bullied um, in face-to-face -face or on online, you know, has a huge impact on the mental health and well-being of that child right into adulthood, you know, um, and, and that needs to be closely monitored as well because children have uh, self-harmed and committed suicide because of bullying and, and bullying online and children are encouraged to self-harm in groups on occasions. Yeah, and that's obviously, it's quite a big concern at the moment when children are sort of isolated um, at home alone, if they are being bullied, um, potentially, you know, who are they going to speak to if they're not with their peers, if they're not, if they're not comfortable talking to their parents? Yeah, and we already know there's uh, approximately a 50% drop in referrals to, you know, social services. Um, and so it's really important that, you know, children are encouraged to use online facilities because that uh, gives them the chance to speak to other people, particularly when they're worried about something. Absolutely. So you mentioned um, in terms of sort of online safety that there are steps that you would want people to consider to keep themselves safe before getting online. What do you think is the number one step for children and young people to remember when they're trying to stay safe online? I think um, the main uh, step for, for me is just to make sure that, you know, their privacy settings are set at the right level um, and you know and also um, you know what 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 do their parents uh, know about the internet what knowledge have they got of the internet as well um, it, it's difficult to pin it down to one thing because there are you know certain steps that I would advise parents and children to go through to keep themselves safe online but one of the primary things is what are your privacy settings who can see you absolutely and speaking about parents thinking about things from their point of view what do you think is sort of the top resources um, that they can look at to keep up to date because there's always new games and new apps coming out and um, how can they really keep on top of which of those are more safe or present more of a risk? Um, for, for me and from sort of the research and training I do um, there's a number of sort of top sort of um, organizations I would go to uh, and certainly one that stands out for me is the information the children's uh, commissioner's office which have got some really good resources to keep children safe online um, which are resources for parents as well um, you've also got internetmatters.org and, and they stand out for me as well because there's some animated uh, media clips there and toolkits there um, netaware which is a combination of the nspcc and O2, looking at the top um, apps and media sites that children are using. Um, and that one is really good because it looks at it at a low, medium or high risk uh, and lets parents know which are the safer ones um, for children to access. That's really helpful, especially sort of classing them in that way, high, medium and low risk. Yeah. Um, obviously, and you know, as, as children are at different ages, you, you expect them to sort of take on some of that responsibility themselves 
um, as they become teenagers of working out what's high risk. Um, so I think that's helpful for parents to talk to them as well. Yeah, um, I think with the internetmaths.org, what, is, what I really like about that is you get expert advice there. It helps you report things when you're not happy with things. It helps you with how to set up your settings, how to stay safe. Um, there's some brilliant school resources on there and there's a lot of age specific advice on there as well. So um, that website in particular, I really do like. And I think it's really important that we can try to find a way um, to talk to young people more on their level um, about their online concerns um, I think lots of young people don't feel comfortable talking to their parents or teachers necessarily help them feel more confident in talking to us absolutely I, I think it's important you know um, often children if they have a concern won't talk to their parents but they will um, speak to other professionals um, so if you've got things like Childline, where you can speak to um, an adult on Childline, um, and um, Young Minds, for example, is another good charity. Um, but I think it's about having kind of this open discussion in the household and the parents initiating that and to show the children that they do have knowledge of the internet and they are trying to keep up to date you know with what what is available and what it, what they can access absolutely that's great thank you fiona is there anything else that you wanted to mention in particular or or um, just, I just wanted to mention fake news there is a lot of fake news around and a lot of fake information which can call make can really upset people particularly around the coronavirus at the moment and there's been a lot of fake news about that um, which would normally would worry people and I think to make sure that information um, is accurate and you can trust it you know the look at sites like the NHS uh, the BBC and Newsround make sure it's a reliable source before you start copying it and pasting it into WhatsApp or Facebook or whatever else because that can cause other people quite a lot of trauma um, with the fake news uh, and again um, the uh, children's commissioner office has got a really good video clip on there talking about how you can spot fake news thanks that's Fiona yeah, that's a really really good point um, so thank you so much sorry Leah over to you no, not at all I was just saying that's fantastic thank you both genuinely so much for giving us an awful lot to think on. Um, our listeners can also go over to our website www.brightworldguardianships.com uh, to read an article written by Jenny on this subject which includes lots of useful links to professional advice sites such as the NSPCC. Um, once again a massive thanks uh, to Fiona and Jenny for being here today. Um, I really hope that we can hear from you both uh, again sometime in the future. Thank you everyone for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bright Sounds, a podcast from Brightwell Guardianships. If you're interested in finding out more about anything we've discussed today, please visit our website www.brightworldguardianships.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter to find out more. Bright Sounds is available as a podcast on major podcast platforms 
or by subscribing directly to us on Podbean. Please look forward to more fascinating interviews and discussions with our Brightwell team and expert guests. Take care and we'll hear from you at our next Bright Sounds podcast.